Reese, Bibbs, put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys gonna do tonight, man. Mavs outside this podcast. Y'all know what time it is. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Mavs Outsiders Podcast. I'm one half of your host, Maurice Williams, aka Reese, mind of Reese on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Joint as always by my co-host, my brother in this podcast adventure, uh, Mr. Michael Bibbins, aka Bibbs, Bibbs Corner on Twitter, Bibbs Corner Podcast, wherever you find your podcast uh, entertainment. Uh, and today is not a regular episode, man. You know, if you listen to the last episode, if you've been following us on Twitter, you should be following us on Twitter. I just gave you the handles. Uh, make sure you follow the Mavs Outsiders pod on Twitter as well, at Mavs Outsiders. Uh, you know this is our 100th episode. Uh, this is a landmark episode for us. Uh, we've, uh, excuse the dirt bikes. <laughs> Can you hear the dirt bikes? I heard okay. something. Okay. Oh, uh, all right. Dirt bikes. I live in Baltimore, Maryland. Okay, it's Sunday. This is what they do, and I live in the hood. So, <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, this is our 100th episode. It's a landmark episode. You know, uh, we started this last year. I think February last year. Yeah, February of last year. Uh, we missed talk. We missed doing the episode for like the one year anniversary, <laughs> so we couldn't miss this one. Uh, want to thank everybody for their support. Uh, if, I mean, I, I was going to say if people, if this wasn't getting like the views that it's getting, we probably wouldn't have made it this far, but we probably would have kept pushing anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the support is, is an extra, uh, a, a huge extra, uh, it's the cherry on top. Greatly appreciate it. Everybody that rock with us and support us. Uh, how you feeling, man? On our, uh. On our 100. It's kind of ironic how it fell as soon as we get eliminated from the playoffs. Um, it was crazy. Yeah, it, it, I was definitely keeping an eye on that, and I was like, "Yo, if we win Game Six and da 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 da, like, like I didn't want our hundredth episode to be a recap." Yeah, and it felt weird to think that because that would mean I wanted us to lose, <laughs> almost. Yeah. Um, but like I was willing to like squeeze something out besides the recap. If my of. prediction would have came true, Mavs in six, it would have been cool for our 100 episode to be a recap and us going to the finals. Right. But just a regular recap didn't. Yeah. Feel Especially right. after a loss, like, um, it was funny to watch the difference between the numbers when we won and lost games. Yeah. It was <laughs> during the playoffs. But um, man, it, it feels great to hit 100 episodes. I don't think. I've hit. I definitely have it. I don't know why I said think. I have not hit a hundred episodes on any of my other podcast ventures. I haven't either. I, wait, have I? Have I hit a hundred episodes on Mind of Reese? No, I haven't. So, uh, so yes, yeah, it's, it, it's a big deal. It's a, a landmark thing. It's it's nice to sit back and reflect on how we started, where we started, and then to see, you know, we're at a hundred episodes now, and like, what's the next hundred going to look like, type of thing, you know? So. Um, it's it's good to have these landmarks to remind yourself where you started, where you are, and then refocus on you know trying to make sure that you're pursuing the things you should be pursuing at the same time. So it's 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 been fun. Like this, I mean, I always felt we could take this somewhere. Granted, it just started off like you know 
hey, let's do this. You know, it's not many people that look like us. Yeah. Out here doing Mavericks podcast. Uh, you know, let's start this. We got chemistry. See where we can take it. And you know, in my head, I I take the podcasting thing serious for the most part, and I know you do too. You got experience in it. And I'm thinking, okay, you know, this could go somewhere. But right now, it's just, you know, we having fun. And then, like, it quickly, like, <laughs> I mean, it, it fast-tracked kind of fast. Three months. <laughs> three months we had a deal with a network. And I'm like, like, you had texted me and you said it. And you said, what's, 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 what's chick named Tony Collette? You said Tony Collette. <laughs> Where this is going, like. You said Tony Collette sent the email, and I'm like, man, get the fuck out of here. But then you was like, nah, the podcast network really did. Send us <laughs> I'm like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> uh, and like almost, it's, it's probably been just a little over a year at this point. Yeah. Since we've been still... with TBP, and yeah. And uh, that's been fun. Uh, man, it's it. It don't even feel like we only been doing this like a little over a year. It feels like we've been doing this for a while now. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I, I really have to sit back sometimes and realize like this was our first time doing a full season. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, look, it, it's definitely going to be more full seasons to come. Y'all got a lot to look forward to in the off season, as y'all know, if you rocked with us last year. The train don't stop when the season stop. Some of our best content come in the off season. Like, so <laughs> it's bad when the team's still playing and you think about right. off season content. Like yeah, like <laughs> some of our best stuff coming the off season. Um, I remember we started off doing panels every month. Uh, I didn't expect that to last long because it's like, at what point are you going to get to where you're bringing on the same people right. every month? So. <laughs> right. Uh, we probably gonna get back to that. We all gonna get back to that. Yeah, yeah. Not every month, but we all gonna have some people on during the off season. Maybe some during the season. Um, that person that I told you, I wanted to get on. They did say they down to get on this off season. So okay, that'll be cool. Um, yeah. I mean, do do you have any more any any thoughts? Like what <laughs> what has happened? You know, what outside of the podcast deal. What is something that's happened in the short time we've done this podcast that has real that you didn't expect to happen so soon? Um, so just on the listener front, um, yeah. you know, my personal podcast, Bibbs Corner Podcast, like I got to a certain number of streams and I was like, you know, this is this is good. Like if I can maintain this number of streams, that's great. Right. And then when we switched over, we started doing this. It was kind of a slow burn on getting up to that number. And then eventually we doubled it, more than doubled it. And I was like, okay, uh, we're, we're growing. I think, you know, coming into this year, we we sat down and we like struck out some some goals. I mean, for 2022, not the mm-hmm. season. Yeah, We sat down and struck out some goals. And like one of them was to hit a certain number of re- uh, listeners regularly. And we've already done that this year. Right. Um, which is like crazy to me. I'm curious. The the episode, I can't remember which episode it was. I think it was the Game 7 Sons episode that was getting so many views. Did it hit 1K yet? Nah, it's it's like, well, actually, I haven't looked at it in a couple days. It might have, but it was within like 17, I think, the last time I checked. 
Okay, it, it might have. Yeah, so I'll go back and listen to it seventeen times. <laughs> <laughs> I can check it right now if you want. Like, hey, check it right now, live on the air, man. All right, because uh, I do have a tab open already. I just got to little reload the page. Of course, it's gonna load slow as hell right now. Hey, the anticipation. <laughs> All right, let's see. Oh shit! <laughs> Our total number is crazy right now. To th- I think this like last month might be twice what our best month was previously. It's thirteen short. It's thirteen short. So uh, it'll March. get there because I've noticed like people go back and listen to old episodes a lot. Oh yeah. So I think it'll get there. We probably won't even notice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until we look at like, I um, mean, if I go into this dashboard, it shows me the top episodes. Okay, then yeah, we'll we'll, we'll know. But um, oh, the top ten, I think. So yeah, I think the listenership, like our fan base, has grown. Like we got a lot of people who was rocking with us before we did this that you know showed up and supported us, but we didn't like started rocking with people through them discovering us. Like Shaco support us hard. That's the homie, you right. know. Uh, a lot of people to be honest uh, Jose, Rolo mm-hmm. uh, I'm pretty sure Some other people that I'm missing Like KT? And I'm, who? KT KT Like man it's And I'm pretty sure their name's gonna come up when we do the mailbag I was about like, to say well, we, I'm sure someone sent some questions I know Rolo got like 10 questions So you know <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even looked I haven't looked that hard um, What was I gonna say like the reviews on Apple Podcasts Have been fun Um I've been posting them on my Instagram, the Apple Podcast. Oh room, yeah, like the people mm-hmm. actually leave comments. Um, <clears throat> obviously, Spotify started doing reviews. Y'all already ran those numbers up. I know you can't like put words in your review on Spotify, but we appreciate y'all doing that. If you haven't done it yet, definitely go over, send us a nice little review uh, on Apple or Spotify. Hit, give us that five stars if you will. Um, but just reading through the reviews, like I'm seeing names I don't recognize. Um, there was one just at the end of last month that said, you know, I found this podcast randomly. I'm enjoying it. Like those are the type of things that really surprised me because I think we haven't really done any active, like proactive, I should say marketing really besides like tweeting about it on our own fees. Mm -hmm. Like we haven't paid for any advertising. We haven't reached out to anybody to talk about us. Um, I'll say the love, the the support from other podcasters has also been great. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think Kurt gave us our first like big shout out or boost. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dalton's always been the homie. Um, letting us post on Sports Illustrated on uh, DallasBasketball.com, um, which we need to get back to. I talked to him about this. A I, few I meant to ask. I was like, uh, have we not been doing that? No. I talked to him a few weeks ago and he was like, man, look, it's crazy over here for me too. So I get it. Um, but yeah, we'll get back to doing that, especially in the summer when we're posting once a week, it'll yeah. be easier to keep up with. I'll actually write out the show notes because I've been bullshitting on the show notes. Yeah, as opposed to I don't blame you. <laughs> like these every other night is <laughs> kind of crazy. Right. Yeah, that that was rough. Like I know like with your work schedule it was crazy and I mean yeah. my work schedule ain't as crazy as yours, but I'm doing a lot of crap over here. So it's been uh it's Thank been- God that I'm not at my old job while the playoffs was going on because I'd be doing a lot of like three to tens and two to tens and yeah, that 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 wouldn't have been good for anybody. Sorry, I got attacked, my bad. Um yeah, <laughs> before that, you know, I was in I was in school till the end of March too. 
Um, and it wasn't, we weren't doing the two a days, but I mean, this master's level classes, like, like I can just put out some bullshit and right. just roll and with pass, it. Pass, yeah. Had to actually work. So it's been rough up to this point as far as like my sleep. Um, I've been neglecting things that I usually do, like t- uh, movies and TV. Like I've been forcing myself to go to movies more since school ended at the end of March. But like I, I used to watch over a hundred movies a year. Um, I get movies sent to me from PR people, and I haven't watched any of them in like six, seven months at least. Um, I'm about to get my credentials locked out at a couple of the sites I write for, like because I haven't been doing reviews and stuff, and it's like. I, I on one hand you, there was a point in time where I would kill myself <laughs> to make sure I'm doing all of these things but fortunately I got to a point where I can just say I can't do this and and focus on the things I can and this podcast has been one of my priorities so like getting this done and knowing that you're you're doing everything you can to, to show up has also been uh some motivation there but um I I couldn't be more pleased with where we are right now and yeah. just knowing that there's more to come and there's more that we can do that we haven't done yet to, to make it grow. So for sure, um, like the, the YouTube great. thing, the YouTube thing is like the first step. Like, yeah. And I know you don't even li- like, you don't like YouTube. I'm, I'm still have to get used to the fact that, right. I, oh yeah. I should probably look in the camera a little bit from time to time. Yeah. Me, me, I, I do that. I, I, I tried to do that more. Like you saw in the intro, I was trying right. to look into the camera. But seeing you on Twitter saying like and subscribe, I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> I'm like, I know my boy don't even like YouTube like that, but hey, we we hey look, that's a different kind of monitor mon- <clears throat> Take your time. <laughs> Monetization. Yeah. <laughs> Monetization. Like when you think about it, the amount of views we get on podcast episodes and granted that we're not going to get that that's not going to always translate to youtube because some people prefer audio like you yourself you prefer audio over youtube so that's not always going to translate but i think it's going to do very well like oh 100 like i think it's a different audience it is and it's easier because something i've noticed like my mind to reese podcast that's kind of i had high ambitions for it in the beginning like in the beginning it started off as me then it started off, then me and Jerron and Derek started doing it. But I'm at the point now where it's like, I enjoy just talking shit with my homies. If that never blows up, I'm fine. Yeah. Like, it's really just a fun thing to do, especially since they out of state. We don't get to talk like this often. Mm-hmm. That's our moment to do that. Right. And I kind of accept that because I know it's not, it doesn't have a niche audience. Like, it's very hard for podcasts like that to grab a big audience unless you're already famous or you blow up viral off of something exactly. and then everybody start watching your thing this has a you know what it is it's yes. in the title it's geared to mavericks fans sports media sports podcast is big right now everybody's looking for something to listen to and the fact that we're objective we're not always pessimistic or optimistic anyway <laughs> we're not always that but we're objective you know when it comes to talking about the team so I think a lot of people appreciate that a lot, respect that a lot, and I think that's why we've been able to grow a fan base as fast as we did. Also, that's the same thing with YouTube. Like, with my YouTube channel, I was seeing a bit of success, but it's like I never found the lane in which I really wanted to go with the YouTube thing because I want to do movie reviews. 
I want to do trailer reactions. I want to react to other things and I want to talk basketball. It's easier to grasp an audience when you're doing one thing and they know that one thing to look for. Right. That's what this is going to be. And on top of, you know, the podcast episodes, I'll be doing clips on the YouTube. So maybe people just, you know, like the double toasted thing. They'll, they never post full episodes of their podcast on YouTube. It's just segments. Gotcha. So obviously my segments won't be as long as them. <laughs> their segments is like 29 minutes long, podcast long as hell. But, <laughs> the, you know, maybe somebody tunes into the episode and, oh, I just want to hear this part. Boom. That'll be on YouTube along with the whole episode. So, gotcha. yeah, that's 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 a great way to do things. Also, YouTube has something called shorts, which is like right. TikTok. Right. You could do a little short 15 second, you know, things that helps, too. So I think the YouTube thing is really going to help us blow up. Uh, shout out to Skin, who came on the episode on the podcast. One episode. I think that helped a lot as well. That was um, a. Uh, <clears throat> I was going to save this for later. I wasn't sure what order you want to go in, but that was probably that might be my favorite thing that I've ever. That's top top three for me as far as favorite things I've ever recorded uh, podcast wise. Um, Cause we didn't really talk basketball in that episode yeah, at all. We, did. Um, we just had a, I mean, a conversation about the psychology of fans and interacting with fans online and stuff like that. It was uh it's an interesting one that I can, like I can go back and listen to it and, and, and learn something from it again. That's definitely one of the most favorite things I've ever recorded. Like granted, I haven't really talked to, as many people as you did. Not, I'm not trying to put you on the spot calling you big time. <laughs> I'm not trying to put you on the spot calling you big time. But I know you've done interviews with people. Yeah. So for that to be in your top three is definitely a a, a huge thing. So um, that was fun to do. Um, I, I was going to say, oh, I think my favorite thing, like outside of the podcast deal, the viewership is great. But I've seen our impact on Mavs Twitter as a culture. Like, and I think that's the, that's my favorite thing that's come from this. Like, seeing people on Twitter calling Sterling Brown Shannon little brother and going his faces and hearing people call him Shannon little brother. I'm just like, bro, I really like something that started off. Right. Like, that was off the top. I didn't think of that. Like that wasn't premeditated going into that episode. I was just so upset that our first sign in the fucking off season was Sterling Brown. That I was like Sterling Brown, Shannon little brother, like because that's what he known for. Like he ain't did nothing. Yeah, that was just off the top. Like and for that to for that to turn into something that lasted the entire season. Yeah, is crazy. Crazy. It's, it it's was... funny to me, like when I go into a space and I hear people talk about uh, getting a big man with some ass, and it's like, yes, like, you don't even know. I'm like, the what? cheeks, <laughs> cheeks in the paint. Like, as, as much as I hate it, optimistic bibs. Like, it's just it, it it has its own Twitter account. The motherfucker's tweet was posted on NBA TV. Like, come on, man. Mark Cuban hopped in his DMs. Like it's it's really crazy. Oh you know? man. It was some it's something else too that I'm missing. I know I am. I think it, we got a question about Optimus Bibbs too. I think I did Oh see that Jesus. One. Okay. Um Yeah, I'm looking forward to getting to this mailbag. But yeah, it's it is fun. Like I, I I'm glad you mentioned that because like, you know, I'll be on the timeline and I'll see different arguments that people make and I know that it came like we were the first ones to have those discussions about different things with the team and um 
I mean, it's crazy. Like I, I, I like, <clears throat> I like that we do have an impact on mass fans. I like that we're adding another perspective to a lot of different things that, that, that fans haven't had. Um, I watched, I can't remember. I don't know if it was Shaco or somebody else. It was like, you know, I, I didn't realize there were this many black mass fans until I found y'all's podcast. Type of thing. Like, yeah. so, um, I mean, I've, I've always known a good bit, but I do feel like we've been more exposed to, uh, other pockets of Mavs Twitter uh, since we started the podcast. And that's been fun too. Yeah, for um, sure. And I found way too many Mavs and Ravens fans. I don't I don't know what what's going on there. Hey, look, it's crazy. I found Kelsey, who's yep. a Mavs and Saints fan. <laughs> and I'm a Mavs and Saints fan. And it's like right. there's other people out here like that. Like, I, was, I thought I was I thought I was a, a unicorn out here. Facts. Yeah, so, you know, you I know. got my excuses, but it's it's interesting to see uh you know, like I said, you find all kinds of people that you, you didn't know were out there, and uh, having us this this podcast, and now we're going to be on YouTube too. I'm sure that's only going to continue to to happen, where people will pop out of the woodwork that you end up having solid relationships with online. Right. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that part of it too. Um, we've tried some things that didn't work. You know, uh, <laughs> we we we've been on Green Room, and that was just like every time we got on it, it glitched, so we just stopped doing it. Yeah. Uh, we did spaces for a little bit yeah. and then we was like, I, I'm going to be honest with y'all. I ain't enjoy that shit. Like, <laughs> I didn't enjoy that shit. Joining people's space. I can do. Right. But like, because y'all know I'm bluntly honest with y'all doing spaces after games and shit and have to ask, answer all these fucking questions. And a lot of them was just obvious fucking questions. I just didn't want to do that shit. Like, I'd much rather join in 77 spaces with Jose Rolo and Jazz and have fun before the game, not have no obligation to host. And to be honest, they do a fucking fantastic job at that shit. Like, yeah, they've like from the beginning to till now, they host that shit seamlessly. Like shouting people out, they know what order to go in. They hit their strides and they get out when they're supposed to. Me, I don't know what the fuck I'd be doing. I mean, I'm, I'm over here with like a pen and piece of paper, like writing down names so I remember who was in <laughs> I can't I can't do that that but so much. So um I think Rolo actually, um and I know Rolo's listening, shout out to Rolo. Uh Rolo actually hit me up about doing spaces for the the uh the GOAT series. And um I'm thinking what I'll end up doing is I still need to put out the top twenty. I still need to do the top twenty from last year. But with what Steph is doing right now, um, stuff like that, I know this list is about to change. And so I think after in the off season, I'm going to have to update the GOAT series again. Yeah. Uh, so in the off season, uh, I'm going to get these next 20 out before the finals is over, hopefully. Uh, but in the off season, I'll be updating, and I think I'll do the spaces on the updated list as well. So um, shout out to Rolo. Uh, if you, I'm, I'm probably gonna get him to co-host with me, I'm gonna say that right here on the podcast. I'm gonna get him to co-host with me. I would like to hear that uh, on that. So that'll be that'll be fun. I'm, I might reach out to Dime Dropper. I know he he does a lot with uh, mm-hmm. going back through the history, so he can add some context for some of the older guys and stuff like that. So uh, I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be fun. I have some some big ideas that I have for that as well, but uh, I'm gonna hold on to those until I, I know they're happening. And shout out to like, you know, we, we kind of touched on this and this is the last thing I'll say before we get into the mailbag, but, um, you know, it's cool when our peers, like people we know will come on 
But when people who have their own platform, who, you know, kind of don't have to, like Skin, uh, like Lauren Gunn, uh, like Dalton, uh, we haven't had Kirk on yet, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I just thought about that. I mean, he's busy, so I, <clears throat> yeah. I feel weird. Like, I feel like I'm bothering people when I ask people to, like, do stuff for me or come on and put shit on. <laughs> like that. I um, mean, I always make it known, like, look, if you can't, or you don't want to it's okay no love lost like you know i'm just asking just throwing yeah. it out there um yeah i, I i'm definitely that's something i'm definitely looking forward to uh i would love to get a player on but i know that's easier said than done you can't just go and ask a player might have to get credentials for that. yeah you can't just go and ask a player to be on so i might have to delete some mark cuban <clears throat> tweets if we're gonna get credentials um deleting shit <laughs> Um, yeah, it's, it should be interesting, but that, I mean, that's, that's, that's the, another thing that we can do as far as the next step. Yeah. I mean, um, I don't know how we would even go about getting those. I, to be I, honest. I already know the, I know the process. Oh, okay. All right. And the worst case scenario, we got a couple people that are already went through that process that can okay. send some guidance. Shout out to Tyler. Sheesh. 25 replies to this tweet. I ain't know. It had to be more than 25. <clears throat> I see 25. All right. We'll see. Ain't no quotes. Twenty five still like only two quotes, and it's both of us telling them to come in under the low. All right, so uh, unless you want to get anything out or say anything before we get into this mailbag, I'm ready. The last, excuse me, the last thing I'll say as far as like journey, all that good stuff. Uh, shout out to the people that have actually invited me or you us onto their podcast as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Nat for sure, uh, Matei. Uh, shout out to the Slovenian listeners, Hvala. Uh, uh, thank you for 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 listening, and um, I, I I might need to start learning some more Slovenian. I'm just throw it in the podcast from time to time because uh, y'all are the second biggest group of listeners as far as countries go. Uh, a lot of German listeners as well, some in the UK. Like we've touched in over 50 countries from what I've seen in the statistics, but regularly it's uh, U.S., Slovenia, Germany, uh, and the UK. I believe are the top four. So. Um, thank you to all our international listeners. Uh, I enjoy getting the international perspective on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't know. It's been, like I said, it's been a lot of fun just to find new pockets of Mavs fans. So hopefully that continues to grow over the years. Uh, since you did mention that, I, yeah, definitely for sure. Shout out people who had us on, um, shout out to my homie, the layup line, the layup line podcast. He had me on, um, during the playoffs, uh, he knows about the Mavs Outside podcast. Shout him out on his podcast. Shout out to the We Know Ball podcast, uh, Suns podcast. They had me on before the series. We previewed the series. Shout out to Arian, Isaac, and Brandon. They're the guys that run the podcast. Uh, I was supposed to come on afterwards, but timing. Shit, drop my phone. <laughs> but um, <laughs> timing messed things up, and I never got on. But uh, and there was some. I feel like there was someone else. I got a couple more. If you need a second to think. Go ahead. Uh, shout out to Slightly Biased for having me on his podcast. That was on YouTube. Um, is on YouTube. I don't know why I said was. Uh, shout out to the Buckins and Beyond crew. Need to get y'all back on too. Um, <clears throat> definitely enjoy going on there all the time. Talking not just basketball, but but movies and stuff like that too. Um, yeah, I, I hope I'm not forgetting anybody. If I am, cuss me out. Um, I, I'm a big boy. I can take it. Uh, unless you're talking bullshit, then I might have to mute you. Then I won't see shit, and you'll be talking to yourself. There's a, lot of that. There's a lot of y'all out there too. Um, but uh, if it's if it's all in good fun, like I can, I'm I'm one of those people that I feel like I can laugh at myself 
time to time if if I know it's coming from a good place. So, um, yeah, man. Hopefully, a lot more appearances to come from us. A lot more guests to come on. I, I have no. I'm not one of those people that has a problem sharing my platform. I like bringing Absolutely. people on. I like having conversations. Had an idea to bring on people that I know what we're going to disagree with. Yeah. <laughs> just to just to have the discussion. Like, <clears throat> hey, you have an opinion I don't agree with. Let's talk about it and see what happens on the content side. But uh, yeah, I think we'll we'll throw a. I'll probably throw the ad after this, and then we'll we'll go into the mailbag. I just realized this one person we have not had on this podcast is kind of crazy. Have we not? Have we had Kenny on the podcast? I had Kenny on my podcast. I'm talking about this one. But I don't. I, we. I don't think we. Hold on. He wasn't on one of those panels. No. He. I don't think he was. That's wild. I don't think he was on one of those early panels we did. Hey man, I'm calling you out. What's up with that? I mean, he had. He had just bought the house. He had the baby now. Like he had a lot going on. That might be it. I'm looking right in the camera. I hope you're watching on YouTube. I'm talking <laughs> to you. I mean, he might have a YouTube on the wall in the in the hallway. You know, he got the te- the technology house. Yeah, he rich. He got so you know, house. he he rich. So you know. <laughs> Uh, his TV probably talking to him right now. But like he walk around the house and the screen like follows along. Yeah, the- I feel like he walk around in a nice robe, Versace robe with a coffee mug, with YouTube just playing on uh, five different TVs in the house in the background. <laughs> you good? You ain't hear that cat? I thought I heard something. I ain't know. What <laughs> Play the ad, man. When we it's come back, <laughs> when we come back, we'll get started on the mailbag. That's why I don't like cats. So. Come on, man. Don't do that. The NBA playoff action is nonstop at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the NBA playoffs? With DraftKings Same Game Parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, total threes made, total rebounds, and more. And boom, you have a shot at an even bigger payout. Right now, all customers can place a game parlay with three or more legs and get a free bet back up to $25 if one leg doesn't hit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's promo code TBPN. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum agent eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, y'all. So we put out the call, put out the call earlier today that we were doing mailbag for the 100th episode. Can't remember the last time we did this, but... We're doing it now, special occasion. We know y'all always come through with a lot of questions. Uh, I made sure to tell y'all not only Mavs questions because I don't only want to answer questions about the Mavs. <laughs> I want to ask the questions about us too. So, uh, got 25 questions it looks like. I'm going to take a sip of water first. My mouth is dry. What you say? Saying they all about us. That's the 21. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> uh, let me get a sip too. All right, let's go. Well, you ain't put no uh the, the label in the mic. We you know no free free advertising. <laughs> the label away from the mic. Then. <laughs> what the fuck about no deer park? Right, fuck. <laughs> you got to be disrespectful about it, like <laughs> nasty ass water, man. Whatever. And, and, 
<laughs> anyway, all right. First question comes from Martin underscore MFFL. How did the podcast get started? Who came up with the idea slash name slash concept of Mav Outsiders? And what have y'all learned in the hundred episodes of doing this? Uh, I think you should take the reins on this. Okay. Um. So, and yeah, I mean, feel free to jump in if I if I miss something or whatever. Mm-hmm. We both had our own podcast. Uh, I had Bibbs Corner. You had mine and Reese. Uh, I brought you on Bibbs Corner a long time ago. Like one of my first guests. Barely that was knew before you. I even had my first podcast. Yeah, I was going to say barely knew you at the time. I think we yeah. talked about you starting the podcast. Yeah. Um, but it was like, I started my podcast. I wanted to bring people on. I think I had a problem with all the big podcasts just kind of felt clicky. And yeah. they liked the exclusivity. Like they didn't bring a lot of random people on. So I was like, I mean, I'm bring random ass fans on like people I enjoy talking to on the timeline. Let's see what we can do on a microphone. And uh, you were one of the people I reached out to. I think we sat down planning to do like 45 minutes. We did an hour and a half. <laughs> Crazy. Something like that. And then I think we talked for like an hour after we stopped recording. So. We did. And it was like, man, I feel like we've been, been friends for, for years. <laughs> we've been here talking like it's, it's too easy. Um, and th- I mean, after that, it wasn't like we just had a bunch of po- podcasts together, but yeah, we stayed in touch, obviously. And I think around that time, before we started the podcast, we had both started looking at doing Mavs centric podcasts. Yeah. So I was like, Bibbs Corner is cool, but people don't know I'm talking about the Mavs on here unless mm-hmm. they're Mavs fans. And I felt like I had kind of plateaued as far as my audience. Um, and and I didn't same- like talking about Mavs on mine because like Jerron and Derek watch basketball, but they're mostly football guys. Right. So it's like we talked about football a lot more in there. I didn't feel like there was room to strictly talk about the Mavs. So I felt like I was going to do my own thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, I don't know if you had told me that you were thinking about doing a Mavs centric or I just knew or whatever the case was. And I can't remember who it was. There was a a conversation going on on the timeline. I think it was Dwight. I swear I think it was Dwight. Was he the one who started the conversation or was he? About, I think he put a tweet out something about, you know, he would like to see black, uh, two black um Mavs fans come together and do a podcast okay. I think it was the white I, no, I, knew, I can't I imagine he, it being somebody I think it was the white I know he's the one that said like the, put the idea together like yeah. that I just didn't know if there was like a larger conversation happening before he said that I can't um, remember but I, I know remember. there was a, a few people in it and it was and somebody pointed out that all the black Mavs podcasters were solo and there's not like a team right um and then I want to say my first thought was to reach out to you Mm-hmm. I want to say your first, first thought was to reach out to me. Yeah. It, I, I think he think tagged he, us in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I didn't even think he um or no, I I had already DM'd you or something and then he We was already I think it was I think we were already thinking about it. I think the DM had already came and then he put that out. Right. Or he put that out and we were already thinking about it and it was like, all right, let's just yeah, let's yeah, just yeah, do yeah. it. Yeah. Like it yeah. wasn't even like a conversation. Just yeah. like shall like, we? Like, all right, fuck it. That's the confirmation we needed. <laughs> right. right. Let's go ahead and get it done. Um, so yeah, that I mean that part of it was easy. Um there was a few other people I probably would have considered for that, but I knew with Reese already having a weekly podcast, mm-hmm. uh, knowing that we already had the the chemistry on the mic. Right. And <clears throat> I felt like it would be a good balance with our personalities as well. 
Uh, like we could have fun. I knew we both like movies. I knew we both mm-hmm. like music. Like we could talk about all kinds of stuff. And um, <clears throat> then our approach to to the 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 conversation around basketball would be slightly different, but not like to the point where we're arguing every single episode or nothing like that. Right. Yeah. Um, and then again, the the idea of the name of the podcast, I think that was pretty easy for me as well. Yeah, you came up with that one because we were like bouncing ideas, and then you said. You, you threw a couple out and I was like, okay, Mavs Outsiders, I like that one because it's kind of like a double entendre in a way. And it's, it's like triple, quadruple almost. Yeah, <laughs> honestly. So many layers to it, so it, it felt perfect to me. Yeah. Uh, when neither one of us is in Dallas, <laughs> neither one of us is from Dallas. Like, I lived in Texas. I lived in Copper's Cove for like four years. I've never but, been to Dallas, Texas in my life. Yeah, so like... <laughs> We're outsiders physically. Uh, we're outsiders media-wise. Right. We don't have credentials. We're not tapped in like that. Uh, I feel like on the timeline, regardless of how y'all feel about me, I still feel like an outsider sometimes. And, you know, not, not to ruffle no feathers, but we're outsiders in terms of skin color in a little yeah. bit. Like, you know, I'm not saying there's no Mavs, no black Mavs fans, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with white Mavs fans. I just think majority of Mavs fan base is white. Yeah. Like, bro, I literally, when I first started at work, my job is this 20-year-old kid. Uh, I fuck with dude. He real cool. He's a kid, so he does kid shit, but, like, he's a cool kid. <laughs> you said the and new job or another job? The new job. Okay. And um, he was asking, he was like, who's your team? And I was like, the Mavs. He was like, the Mavs? He was like, you don't look like a Mavs fan. I said, what does a Mavs fan look like? He was like, <laughs> I figured, like, a white frat boy or something. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what a fan looks like, but all right. And in my head, it was like, he people really probably think this. Yeah. Like, yeah. So this, I mean, the the <clears throat> it's a, a image that Mark Cuban has not helped to not per- perpetuate. I would say, yeah, in a way. Um, but yeah, that that's another layer to it. And I mean, I see Black Mass fans that maybe they're not big on Twitter yet or they're just new to Twitter and they're mm-hmm. like, you know, where are the black mass fans at? Like I, I, they, it's a, it's easy to feel alone. I think when uh, it feels weird to even be having this conversation about this right now, but uh, <laughs> it's easy. Like when I look at mass games, like I can't think of seeing a bunch of mad black mass fans anywhere. That's, that's not who's usually <laughs> in those, those particular yeah. spots in the arena. So um, it's, I want to say it's not something I felt as heavily or realized was yeah. as prevalent as it is, but uh, it's fun to to be that voice. I, I would say to yeah. to be one of those voices and hopefully start bringing people together yeah. uh, in a way that hasn't appeared appeared to have occurred yet. So, uh, damn, this is went deep for no reason, but deep as hell, man. She said, but you know, um, yo, it's. It's seven o'clock, bro. It's seven o'clock, bro. It's seven o'clock, bro. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, shout out. It got too serious. I had to make a joke. Shout out to Martin for the question, man. Um, um, next, next question comes from Blabbit underscore. Oh man, why did Bibbs have to create the Optimus persona? to counteract pessimist reese mm. that's not why the optimist bibs persona came about but i will admit i never mentioned this to bibs 
I thought about doing a pessimist Reese character, <laughs> like to counteract it, just to have fun on the podcast. But I was like, I don't want to get too deep into it, like he do, because Bibbs has lost his mind. Also, <laughs> pessimistic Reese is not a character. I'm a pessimistic person by nature, so I don't have to tap into a character to be that. So. I said, no, nah, I'm not going to do that. I'm not even going to bring the conceptual idea up. Maybe <laughs> I'll do an optimistic Reese one day, and we'll just have optimistic Reese and Bibbs on this motherfucker together. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just do an optimistic outsiders episode. But, I mean, that's not how the character... It, it wasn't to counteract me, but, you know. So... It, it does. It, it, it does. But that wasn't the reason. <laughs> So, uh, I don't know if y'all recall, the season was not going well <laughs> at one point in the season. And I was personally, I was, I was pissed a lot. I was very upset often. And, um, did that start <clears throat> this season? Yeah. It does. Oh my God. It feels or so no. long ago. Was it this season? <clears throat> yeah, it was. It was like November. That was so long. It felt like it was Hold so up. long No, I gave ago, him his man. own, epi- own, uh. You made me check. Damn. No, I don't want to check. <laughs> it might have. I might have like broke it out slightly at the end of last season or something like that. Um, on the main account. So, but it didn't. Like, I didn't get consistent with it till this season for sure. Right. Um. You know, as a child, I was beaut. No, I was kidding. <laughs> Let me stop. I was about to make a moon night. Moon night. <laughs> that ain't nothing to joke about. I uh, wasn't gonna do that. Um, as that a child, a my team episode, as, a, as a child, my team sucked, and I guess subconsciously I created. <laughs> I can't do it with a straight face. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, no, I hear uh, echo of yourself or yeah, of myself. Wait, hold up. I don't hear it no more. Check one, two. No, you sounded fine. I just heard an echo of myself. But I, it's gone now. All right. I, I, I've been trying to get away without the, the headset. So if you hear it, let me know so we don't have that issue. But <clears throat> so basically, the, the, the season was going poorly. But I was still seeing uh, Mavs fans tweeting optimistically, if you will. It was starting to piss me off, to be honest. Um. And it's something that has annoyed me for years, I would say. And I started to make fun of those people who, no matter how bad things were going, would always look on the bright side. And I was like, I want to choke you. It's a parody account. So, yeah. Initially, the thought was, man, I wish I wish I was so I, I wish I was able to ignore all the evidence and just go all in and praise my team at all times. Like, I wish I was built like that. Like, fanhood must be so easy when you just expect the best every, every all the time. So I started Optimus Bibs so that I wasn't on the timeline pissed all the time. Because that's that would be my normal state if the team is sucking and they shouldn't be. I would be on the timeline, man, F. Jason Kidd. <laughs> You know, Luca got to stop turning his ball over. When is Jalen Brunson going to step up? I'm so tired of watching Tim Jim Hardaway Jr. take shots. Like, it would be all that all the time on my timeline. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to switch my name. I changed my name. I changed my profile picture. 
Optimus Bibbs. So anytime something bad happened, I would jokingly put out this tweet that was like, oh, I love Dwight Powell. You know, Dwight Powell is the greatest. Just to piss people off that were more like my regular persona. It got to a point where I was putting those tweets out on my main account. And then I would switch back to my regular tweets. And I would have people responding to those old tweets as Optimus Bibbs like they were serious tweets. And I was like, I, I, I need people to know that this is not real. And so I started the Optimus Bibbs account. Now, again, I, I had no idea. I had thought about it a few times before I did it. And I said, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it like all the way out. Like I got to, I got to really, I got to see what, what, where, where this can go. And I said, I bet you it's going to start getting people's attention. People, when I say people, I mean big, bigger time people. Now, did I expect Mark Cuban to be in his DMs within a month? No. <laughs> but it happened. And Mark Cuban was like, you know, this is a great account. And I think, I'm pretty sure he knows my regular account. Yeah. Which is why he was in his DMs saying, this is hilarious. I think he understands it's a priority. Yeah. So he was like, this is funny. Like, this is this is great. Uh, I don't think he likes me in my regular state. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he cares. But, I mean... He he enjoyed the that I could make fun of the the situation with Optimus Bibbs, and apparently over a thousand people also enjoy Optimus Bibbs. So uh, I I didn't plan plan to keep it going, but I guess I got to keep it going. And there are people out there who apparently think that Optimus Bibbs is not is his own person. And I I, I have to admit there have been I'm times where I've I've forgotten that he's not his own person. Oh Jesus! Here we um, go. so I may or may not have lost my mind as restated. But uh, <laughs> I'm trying to keep it reined in. I'm trying to keep it reined in. Let's move on before I have to hear any more about this motherfucker. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> more to come on Optimus News. Oh, man. Speak, speaking of supporters, man. Next question comes from KT at KT underscore Wizza, W-Z-A. Uh, question says, might be too late and this question might be too early because off-season needs haven't been addressed. But what are y'all concerns for next season so far? Example, you concerned about Lucas conditioning because he's playing with Slovenia? Are we going to be like the Hawks, kids coaching, etc.? Um, I'm not worried about Lucas conditioning because of Slovenia. Uh, he played in the Olympics last summer. He was fine for the most part. Um, if, if he's going to come in out of shape, it is what it is at this point. I'm not his fucking daddy. Um, I'm not worried about kids coaching. Everything Jason Kidd has showed this season, none of it has made me think this can't translate to another season and forward. Uh, I think he's a great coach. He translates well with the players. He's a great motivator, etc. Um, I we're not gonna be like the Hawks simply because we have literally made the playoffs the last three years. This year, the year before that, and the year before that. The Hawks made the playoffs with Trey Young that last year, that one time. They did not make the playoffs before that. And they made it this year barely because they got in through the play-in. We're not going to be like the Hawks. If we end up like the Hawks, it's probably going to be because of some catastrophic injury. Like, let's be honest. Um, <clears throat> For me, concerns are that the team won't change much. 
but I think that's just PTSD from <laughs> just being a fucking Mavs fan. Um, I'm I'm concerned more so about the team playing style ch- staying the same, like on offense. I think there's a need for a change on offense a bit, and I think Jason Kidd knows that. So hopefully that happens, but we also need the personnel for it. So if we don't get the personnel for an offensive change, it's not going to happen. But I don't have too many concerns, honestly. Um, maybe we fall lower in the standings because teams are getting healthier in the West. Uh, but, yeah, that's really it for me. What's the Read the question again. I want to make sure I'm, I'm interpreting it correctly. Um. You don't what have to you, give examples, just the first part. What are y'all concerns for next season so far? <clears throat> okay. Biggest concern is probably um, something you, you mentioned as far as, like, the playing style on offense <clears throat> not changing. Now, I have my thoughts about what needs to be added to this team, and if it goes that way, then I, I don't think that'll be an issue. But if it doesn't go that way, then I think it will. Um I don't like the live by the three, die by the three situation. I feel like Jason Kidd's statements about it have made it sound like he doesn't either. Um, And so that part of it, I'm not that worried about it, but that would be something that, I mean, we have to get the people and if we can't force the people to sign with us. Right. Uh, So that's, that's one concern. Uh, The other is um, expectations. So we got to the Western conference finals. I would think most of us agree that that wasn't supposed to happen. Uh, getting to the second round, sure. Our conference finals, no. And so I don't want to be in a situation where not getting back to the conference finals is considered a failure. Right. I, I that that's my my concern because I don't I, I don't want there to be a bunch of infighting. I don't want there to be a lot of all oh, y'all fell off or we fell off or oh, we need to make these catastrophic changes now because we only got to the second round next year. Yeah, that shouldn't be expected. Yeah, so again, conference finals was, was great this year, but I, I so far I haven't seen any of it. But I could see a, at at some point people's expectations being a little bit too high. And again, we don't know what's going to happen this off season, so that might be appropriate <laughs> to feel like that, depending on what happens. But that's my my second concern. I don't really have any other ones right now. It is a little bit too early for me to to, to touch on other than yeah, that. I would agree. Uh, shout out to her for the question anyway, though. Yeah, shout out to KT. Um, next question comes from Reginald D. Clue one. What exceptions do we have available this year? MLE, etc. Your top offseason acquisitions, actual names outside of JB. What center out there best fits kids defense? Um I can knock that one out in like two seconds if you want me to. I can I can answer the first one. I know we have the taxpayers exception, which is like six million dollars. Uh, the non-taxpayers ten million, but we're over the cap, so uh, we pay the taxpayer. Um, the next two, uh, stay tuned for the Mavs Outsiders Plays GM. There you go. <laughs> That's all I was gonna say. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm not going. I'm sorry. <laughs> not gonna answer that. Qu- any question asking about who we want during the off season isn't getting answered. No, not at all. Timeline, DM, otherwise, you're not getting that out of me. Not getting it. Sorry. Uh, but I appreciate the question anyway. Thanks. Um, <laughs> this account was funny as fuck. <laughs> um, next question comes from Pip Bayless. 
if the Mavs end up keeping their pick, who are people to avoid drafting? I'm not equipped to answer that question because I don't watch a lot of college basketball. But when the offseason comes and we have a pick and I do scouting, I specifically look for people who I think will benefit the team. Yes. So I don't know who's going to be there where I feel like, oh, don't draft that guy. I don't have that kind of knowledge. I don't I don't know if you do. Not no, I don't at this time. It sucks because you know I used to do the the draft scouting and all that right. good stuff, and so when I see people talking about it on the timeline, I'm like, I feel left out. Like I feel like a Squidward in that that meme, uh, looking outside <laughs> to get that's uh, SpongeBob and I'm running around. But I think what I'll end up doing is going back to what I did like 2015, 16 range before I got into scouting where I at least watch like weaknesses and strengths breakdowns of the top, like 35 players or something like that. I think that will be a great question for Mavs draft. Yeah. Um, I think we should have him on before the draft uh, to talk about, you know, possible things with the Mavs pick. Uh, yeah. Maybe we do a mailbag. People send in questions that we ask him. We ask him questions of our own. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll cross that bridge. Um, appreciate the question though. Um, next question comes from the homie Shaco Valdez. He asked me a question, you a question, then both of us a question. So my question is, Reese, top three wrestlers, current and all time. Uh, I had to ask him, like, to clarify, do he mean my favorite? So basically, this is a subjective, uh, thing. Um, my top three wrestlers, favorite wrestlers of all time, in order, um, Jeff Hardy, huge Jeff Hardy fan, man. I grew up loving Jeff Hardy. Like, can't nobody tell me nothing about Jeff Hardy. <laughs> I don't give a fuck how many drugs he did. <laughs> like, he literally can't. He was in TNA wrestling. I don't know if you know this story. He was yeah. in TNA wrestling. He was in the main event with Sting. And it was for their championship, the world championship. First time ever, Sting versus Jeff Hardy. He came to the, he was backstage visibly fucked up, like high off drugs. And Eric Bischoff worked there at the time. I don't know if you're familiar with who that is. Um, he went out there. <clears throat> I think Eric Bischoff or the owner of the company went out there to try to delay the crowd, like to figure out what they were going to do. And they ended up sending Jeff out and he was so fucked up. He couldn't wrestle. And the match ended like in a few seconds. Sting just hit him with a roll up, pinned him. And Sting was visibly upset. Like, are you fucking serious? Yeah. Like, <clears throat> yeah. And Sting said to the crowd, like, yeah, I'm pissed too. Like, yeah. That was that was a really dark moment in his career. But I'm glad Jeff didn't, didn't, didn't bounce back, man. Number two is Triple H. <clears throat> when I was a kid, I hated Triple H. Yeah, like, rightfully I, so. I know I hated him. Like my mom didn't need, like my mom will watch wrestling with me and she'll be like, he need to be arrested, <laughs> suspended or something like that. And I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> like Triple H was a vile human being, bro. But when I grew up, I'm like, like me growing up, growing up, realizing like the bad guys are cool. Like if I was a wrestler, I want to be a bad guy. I don't want to be a good guy. Like I want to piss people off. Triple H is my second favorite. And number three is Kurt Angle. Like, Kurt Angle, fucking amazing, bro. Like, I fucking love Kurt Angle. AKA Perk Angle. If you know, you know. Uh, <laughs> if you know, you know. I I'm pretty sure Shaco know what I'm talking about. 
Um, Bibs. Wow. Okay. I, I'm curious now. I don't know if you have you seen Shaco's tweet. I think I saw it earlier, but I forgot what it was. Okay. His question to you is, and I want to hear this myself. Top five movies you've watched so far this year. Shit. <laughs> that's, that's, see, I saw it, and I haven't finished my list. Right. Like catching up because I just wrote down every movie I watched, but I haven't caught up on all of them. I, I meant to do that before we came on here. Shit, let me uh let me look at the ones that I have not included yet. Uh, real quick, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this quick. Yeah, just to make sure I don't forget one when I do this. All right. So like Doctor Strange isn't on my like actual ranking yet. Top Gun, which I just saw, isn't on my actual ranking yet. Uh, those are both candidates, so let me... Okay. Doctor Strange is a candidate for the top five movie you've seen this year? I mean, just off the dome, like, without looking Oh, okay. At <laughs> <clears throat> Let's see. Northman isn't on there yet. I think that might be... Okay. It, I might not actually have to do anything to it based on these ones I don't have on there yet. Okay. Um... All right, let me pull up my actual list now. <laughs> Top five, you said. I'm gonna go in reverse order. Oh, you doing it? Oh, you doing in order? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing reverse order. <clears throat> so, doing, doing, doing. Okay, here's what I'm gonna do. All right, number five. Top five I watched this year. Number five. Men. I uh, just saw, I think, last week or the week before. It is one of those movies you are going to see some crazy shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you mentioned <laughs> um, that on here before. I remember that. It's a, it's a, it's a regular thriller, but then there is a psychological element to it, but you don't realize necessarily until the end, and you don't even necessarily need to fully grasp what they're trying to do to enjoy the movie. Um, it's one of those isolation person in a place in a strange place dealing with some weird stuff going on and the suspense is crazy Um, and if you can enjoy the deeper meaning to the movie then it just takes it to another level Um, number four I'm gonna say Top Gun Maverick uh, again, just saw it, so it could be some recency bias in there. But having seen the original movie, and we're actually going to talk about this after we get done recording this. Me and Reese, by the way, stay tuned for that on the Bibs Corner podcast plug. Um, <laughs> <laughs> seeing the original movie the night before, and then going out and seeing Top Gun Maverick just added another layer to it for me. I, I genuinely enjoyed the story in the Top Gun Maverick. I enjoyed the action. I enjoyed the characters. Um, I enjoyed the suspense, the humor, like every part of it, everything that they did, I didn't feel like they missed um, what they were going for. Um, and to come back to a story after that amount of time and still manage to keep that emotional depth and make it make sense, I loved it. Uh, so Top Gun Maverick is number four. <clears throat> number three, Death on the Nile. Uh, I think, Reese, I know you like this one, too. Um, so much so that you went back and watched the other movie that you did not like as much. <laughs> but Death on the Nile was fun, man. It was fun. Um, again, interesting characters, great actor from Kenneth Branagh. 
and uh, just a fun movie overall. I like a, I like a good mystery. Uh, I mean, I have Knives Out poster above my TV right now. Like, I, I love a good murder mystery. Um, and Death on the Nile delivered on that. Number two is X. Uh, another... <laughs> Jesus another, Christ. Another horror thriller type movie. This one is a little bit more bloody. Uh, slasher. Um, I did not watch... I do not usually watch like, like slashers. I do not watch trailers for movies at all, so I had no idea what I was going to watch going in. There is some sex that goes on for too long. But other than that, like as far as being caught off guard... <laughs> I knew it was going to be bloody. I wasn't expecting all that, the cheeks clapping and whatnot. But, um, and uh, have you seen the movie? No. All right. There's one scene in particular of that that's like, there's, I don't care how cool you are with, with that type of stuff. Nobody's cool with what was going on in this particular scene in this movie. And tell you, if you've seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about. You know. <laughs> Hold I on, really, me, I really want to see this movie now. Say what? I really want to see this movie. Nah, now. you gotta see the movie. But man, look, all right, I'm trying to get that out of my head. We good, we good, we good, we good. Um, as far as like slashers, it still managed to have a lot of originality in it, and with the way the deaths went down, like every character that got killed died in a different way. Uh, the way who the murderer was and how they were carrying it out, why they were doing it also caught me off guard a couple times uh you catch yourself trying to guess who's going to survive and they caught through me off with that a couple times um and then there's like a big twist at the end that i wasn't expecting as well that oh that just well just art man art um and again if you're not into blood and guts and stuff like that you might not want to watch that but uh otherwise very interesting movie very very fun movie for me and number one uh, should be obvious at this point for if you listen to my reviews and whatnot uh, or my, follow my tweets about movies, everything, everywhere, all at once. Number one for me right now. Um, again, there's some crazy stuff that happens in that movie. Um, in particular, there's a fight with some dildos that goes down. <laughs> I wasn't as much of a fan of this movie as you were. Okay. But uh, the movie was fun. The acting was good. The story got to me a little bit and um I thought it was well done overall. So that's my number that's my top five. Uh that's 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 so far. That's so far. I see some movies that are on the horizon that are probably gonna jump into that top five. Uh you know what? Fuck it, I'll give mine. <laughs> um Okay. Number five, uh, and these are uh, my on this list. I have every movie I've seen this year um, rated already. So you already kept you. You actually keep, but but obviously no low. Like if a movie is rated nine out of ten and another one is rated ten out eight out of ten, I think that nine out of ten is a better movie. But I might have enjoyed the eight out of ten more. Interesting. I I want to preface that, but before I get into this list, so. Uh, at number five. Thank you, Tom. I have Death on the Nile. Okay. Death on the Nile at number five. Uh, like you said, I love murder mysteries. 
this was a great movie. Uh, the first one was not. Um, <laughs> I really need you to watch that movie. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, this this was fun. Uh, the ending, it was the fact that the killer was predictable, but it was still enjoyable. Like, that's right. very... And there was another movie that pulled that off that's not on this is Scream. Like, it was predictable, but the movie was still enjoyable. I got to look at where Scream was on my list because I know I have it high. Okay, there was two movies. It would have been number seven. Okay. Uh, number four. It's wait, hold up. Did I miss something? <laughs> no, I didn't. Okay, number four is The Batman. Okay. That um, was my six. Okay. Really enjoyed this. Uh, haven't watched it again since. I meant to see it in the theaters again. Just didn't get a chance to, but I would love to watch it again. Uh, I think it'd be easier to watch it at home, not sitting in the theaters because it is kind of long. Um, but still enjoyable. Uh, Robert Pattinson was a fantastic Batman. This is the yeah. most grounded Batman we've ever gotten, and it worked. You know, First time we really got to see him being a detective, and I loved it. Uh, looking forward to the sequel. Number three is Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. <laughs> I have already watched this movie again since watching it the first time. Like, oh, wow. This movie is the rewatchability on this movie is is there. Like you can watch this. You can watch this by yourself. You can watch this with your girl. You can watch this with some kids. You can watch this with the family. Like this is one of those films. It's still mature, like there's stuff there for adults, you know, kids will enjoy it. If you were a fan of Rescue Rangers, you'll enjoy it. If I wasn't a huge fan of Chip and Dale, you know, watching the show, but I was a fan enough, uh, you know, I knew of the show enough to enjoy this. Um, number two is The Northman. Okay. I gave this film a 10 out of 10. Like, shit. I love this. I love this fucking movie. It's the best movie of the year so far for me that I've seen. Um, didn't get the chance to see it again, but I do want to see it again. Uh, hopefully I can find it on streaming services somewhere. Um, fantastic story. Long movie, but didn't feel too long. Uh, the payoff was worth it. You kind of saw where it was going, but it still felt satisfying at the end. Okay. <clears throat> I think that's um, where it lost me a little bit. It was slightly less satisfying than I wanted it to be. Oh, okay. I understand. I understand. Um, but at the same time, like, if they had done what I probably, my head wanted, mm -hmm. it would have been kind of cheap, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. Um, And number one is Top Gun Maverick. Mm. See, I haven't sat down with the full <laughs> rating thing. So it might move around in my list too. So I, I the rating for Top Gun Maverick is lower than the Northman. For me, the Northman is a better film. But okay. this is the most fun I've had at the theaters this year. Interesting. Is seeing this movie. And I'm not going to talk too much because I know we're going to do the review on it. But man, this movie is so fun. And the fact that I just saw the first Top Gun like a week and a half ago, two weeks ago. And I wasn't a huge fan of it. I was like, the movie's cool, but I don't get the hoopla around this movie for 36 so fucking years. <laughs> like, I was cracking jokes on the timeline. Like, like this is 36 the years y'all been hyping this movie up, and it's like, this shit, I right. Like, if you told me this was a direct-to-video film, I'd have been like, I get it. 
it almost felt like a parody half the time. Like I, I didn't want to take it seriously at all. It's a jock film. It's it's a it's a film for college frat boys. Yeah. That's what this movie is. Like and, and we gonna get more into it, but yeah, that's that's my top five. I know you ain't act go, but I don't give a fuck. I gave it to you anyway. Uh we be we gonna be on this uh these questions for uh, three hours. I swear to God, let's <laughs> let's start moving through. Uh I don't even I don't know how this is a question. I don't know how this is a question for both of us, but he said both y'all niggas. <laughs> <laughs> Your goat anime. I don't think you really watch anime like that. Nah, nah. Um, I'm gonna say you do um, a show for me, man. <clears throat> I'm gonna say shit. Case closed. That was my shit. That's a deep cut. That was my shit. That's me a deep sister, cut. Me and my sister used to watch that one. <clears throat> That's a deep cut. Um, you you hawk a show for me, man. Um, Hunter X Hunter, Hunter 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 almost took that crown. Attack on Titan is close. I just got it. They just need to close it out. But you hawk a show, man. <laughs> like you hawk a show is fucking amazing. I'm gonna let you know. Attack on Titan did just lose in the second round of my my polling. So what did it lose to? Uh, what did it lose to? Where are you at? Stranger Things. Man, fuck that. Man, fuck out of here, man. I gotta watch Stranger Things too, but to Attack on Titan, man, fuck you haven't watched here. any of it, or you? I've never watched it. Okay, it's 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 good. It's good. Okay, I think you'll like it. <clears throat> All right. Next question comes from Frank B underscore eight one seven. If Luca comes to the game next year with a to go plate from his lady, is he a man for life? <clears throat> He not a man for life, but he might be a brother for life. I'm gonna say, is he changing ladies? Like, what's going on? Right, because <laughs> with his girlfriend now, he ain't coming to the game with no goddamn to go plate. I tell you that right now. No Look, comment. Y'all know, man. I ain't gotta tell you. <laughs> Next question <laughs> comes from Donchich Dagger underscore <clears throat> free agency target and who you think we should draft? Tune into <laughs> tune into the Mavs outside to play GM. Thanks. Next question. <laughs> At Jay Montelli, the homie Jose. Top realistic free agent targets for Dallas. Stay tuned for the Mavs outside of play GM. He also said, with a ring, where do you put Jimmy Butler all time? What does a ring and finals MVP do for Steph? Uh, Jimmy Butler all time with a ring. Probably not top 50. Probably I'm not. You, I'm gonna tell you what the formula says. I don't give a fuck what the formula says. <laughs> the motherfucker's not top fifty if he get a ring. I don't give a. I don't give a goddamn no, what the formula can, say. I can confirm off the dome. He's definitely not gonna be no top fifty with a ring. He's um, probably not even gonna be top. I'm not putting him top seventy five. He's not even top one hundred right I'm now. I'm about to say like. So if you add a Finals MVP for him, let's say he gets a Finals MVP, he might be close to top seventy five formulaically jimmy butler is not in any all-time conversation with or without a ring no disrespect to jimmy but he's just not that guy now steph they said steph would have would have finals he said what would yeah he said what would that do for steph and i haven't done the the updated on the uh it's actually not going to impact him that much he's he's going to be in the uh upper teens regardless 
I'm about to say I put him in the upper teens, but I see a lot of people on Twitter saying top ten. Y'all gotta slow down. I'm not doing that. Sorry. People, people want. I, I talked about this in that space with Carla the other day. Like people want to say that the guy that they watched is that guy, um, because they sat and watched Steph Curry for his entire career. It's hard for them to say Magic Johnson is better and stuff like that. But it's not hard for me. It's not hard for me either. It's like, not hard for me at all. I'm going to fucking say it. I don't care if he <clears throat> win the finals MVP. Magic's better. I don't care if he win the finals MVP this year. He's not top 10. Like, a lot of y'all try to say, no, we can't put KD up there because he was with the Warriors. Well, Steph was on that fucking team too. Right. Right. Moving on before Warriors fans get their panties in a bunch. <laughs> um, Next question comes from at Texas Ranger Nation. Will you be turning in? Will you be turning your attention to our Texas Rangers now? Um, I'm going to say this, uh, I've been trying to get into base. I have MLB to show on Xbox. I've been playing that. Uh, shut up. I have MLB. (laughs) I have MLB to show on Xbox. I've been playing that. I've been trying to tune in more to, to, to baseball. I'm an Orioles fan. I don't give a fuck about the Texas Rangers. So I'm going to be watching Orioles games. I'm going to be watching some more baseball to learn more about the sport, but I will not solely be tuning into the Texas Rangers. Yeah, I tried to watch the Orioles for a while, um, and then I just realized they trying, to, trying to be a baseball fan was not going to work for me. I, I plan on going to some games, but watching it on TV is hard. Yeah, that's, I was like, I can't commit to this. Like, I, I can't sit down and say, let me watch the Orioles. Like, that's just not something that's going to happen. I could watch hockey. I can't watch. On I, TV? I watch, yeah. I struggle with that too. I don't know if they changed it to where you can see the puck now, but it's I'll very just... fast paced. I'll be like, all right, they skating over that way. So the puck was <laughs> um, I know um, as a sports fan uh, and being in a sports program in college, my undergrad uh, NASCAR and hockey are two things I need to do live at some point. Um, I've been told that those are like top experiences as far as live sporting events. So I definitely, I know Slingy has said he was going to come through and take me to uh, Darlington here in South Carolina. Uh, I'm waiting, but uh, the, the other one, I got to figure out, I might go to a Carolina uh, hurricanes game or something like that. I might go to a, um, the Washington uh, Capitals game, but they're in the playoffs right now. Wait till next season. I don't think the Capitals are in the playoffs. I'm just saying hockey is in the playoffs. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Wait till um, next season. So, but I'm a Ducks fan. Interesting. Anaheim I, Ducks. I, I can't pick a team. Like I, I try. I'm literally team. only a Ducks fan because of the mighty fucking Ducks. Yeah, I tried to do that, but I was like, man, I ain't gonna sit here and fake the funk like I'm a fan. Like um, I, I love the movies. They're my favorite sports movies of all time. I don't give a fuck what you say. They're my favorites. Um, <laughs> and I was like, fuck it, I'm a mighty Ducks fan. And then Disney sold the team, and I was like. They dropped the mighty, and I was like, "They still the fucking Anaheim Ducks." I'm still a fan. I don't give a shit. So, oh, that's funny. yeah, that's there's funny. that. But um, yeah, definitely. Um, we're not from Dallas. I don't know. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about the Texas. We're not from so. Dallas. Like I'm not. I mean, even when it came down to picking a WNBA team, like I, I considered sticking with Dallas, but then I was like, Nah. I'm, I'm officially a Mystics fan, bro. I'm due to my home fan. hometown area. Yeah. I, 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 I stuck with the Mystics. They got Elena Deladon. I, I know somebody on the team, so yeah. That's... Mystics outsiders coming soon. Yeah, hell no. <laughs> I don't. I, I I'm not that tapped in with the WNBA, so I I gotta I gotta get my feet wet first. I understand. This is only my second full season committing to like watching every game. So I'm um, glad Elena Deladon is back. 
no pun intended, because you know she was dealing with back injuries. But um, moving on, next question. Tasha Cloud is that is that that that, that I, I don't know her pronouns. Tasha Cloud is the one. You good? Shout out to Kelsey Plum. What the? Why are we shouting out people on other teams? Hey man, she bad. You could do better, my dude. Like I can, but I'm just saying. I seen her and I was like, yo, she high. That's lazy. She high, man. That's lazy. She high. Sure. Anyway, uh, <laughs> prayers up to Liz Kane, bitch. <laughs> she cooked. Anyway, um, prayers. <laughs> I ain't praying for that. I was being facetious. Oh, all right. <clears throat> Big word is on the Mavs Outsiders podcast. What you talking about? Hope the Aguma Cage jumper in the locker room. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, second question from at KT underscore Wizard. Oh shit! Second question: What's been your favorite thing about the Mavs this season? The growth of Dorian Finney-Smith. <clears throat> favorite thing? I don't know if this counts. Getting KP off the fucking team. That counts. <laughs> That's my favorite thing. That counts. <laughs> Like 100% count. Waking up with KP on my team was like, I didn't realize how depressed I was about that until he was gone. I, I feel like a new person since KP's been gone. Since you've been gone. Yeah, yeah. You, 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 skipped, the, you skipped the line, brother. Yeah. The fact that they play this at every fucking Mavs goddamn home huh? game is crazy, though. You never noticed that? I, I don't be paying attention. Wait, have you watched, Do you watch the Mavs broadcast? Why would they... They do it at like during timeouts and shit. They have people singing it in the crowd at damn near every game, bro. Why? And I'll be singing along at home. Next question <laughs> comes from at Zaman three one four one two five. You gotta change that, brother. Three one four one two five. He's a supporter though. I fuck with him. I, I recognize him. Cool number <clears throat> What's the ideal off season for each of you guys? Include players if if possible. Uh, tune into the Mavs outside to play GM if possible. Next question. At Will Farrell. At Will. I'll say Will Farrell. <laughs> oh no, his name is Will Farrell. At Will underscore Farrell forty one. Will Farrell. That was the end of it. I was like, son, what? At Will Farrell. Reese, why don't you like Step Brothers? <laughs> At Will underscore Farrell forty one says need Bibbs to drop his Ozark Part Two review. Whatever. <sighs> Also, if y'all could have any guest on the pod, basketball related or not, who would it be? Ugh. While you think, I must say, address the Ozark Part Two. Okay, I was pissed at the end of Ozark Part Two, but I'll, I'll do it just because you asked for it. <clears throat> and what was the second part of the question? If you could have. Any player, or any guest on the part, guest basketball related or not, who would it be? Huh. That's tough. This is this is gonna be a little diff- bit of a different answer. Can I say more than one person? Yeah, go ahead. I would like to talk to CJ McCollum or JJ Reddick. I would love to talk to JJ Reddick. I think that would be interesting. I would like to talk to JJ Reddick. Um, who else? I would like to talk to. I'm gonna keep uh, going if you go on pause. Keep pausing. Yeah, keep going. Candace Parker will be another one. 
Okay. I was trying to find people non-basketball related, but the easiest one seemed I, I I don't want to talk to nobody. I can't think of anybody non-basketball related I would want on here. Yeah, that's tough. It's really tough. Um, Because I would want them to actually be talking about basketball. I don't just want to randomly talk to people. Um, <laughs> I'm not, Regardless of my, my, my degrees and my things I do, I don't like talking to people. <laughs> I would like to talk. There we go. Um, crazy. <clears throat> I would like to talk to Ernie Johnson. Okay, I'm Ernie not mad Johnson. at that. Um, who else? I would like to talk to Kenny Smith. I feel like they're literally the two most knowledgeable people on that fucking desk. Um, crazy. I would like to talk to Matt Barnes. Okay. I like to talk to Matt. Matt Barnes is one of my favorite players of all time. So I'm gonna say Chene Ogumake as well. I'm gonna add her on the list. Okay. Uh, um, Monica McKnight. Yeah, hell no. You don't mess with Monica. Fuck no. What's wrong with Monica? She be on that ESPN dumbass shit too. I'm not giving her a pass because she black. <laughs> Fuck out of here. She be on dumb shit. I, I think I like her uh, <laughs> women's basketball coverage. That's what I like. I, I haven't heard it. You don't maybe. be on that stuff with the women's basketball. Oh, okay. Sound like discrimination to me. Um, <laughs> sound like she don't... Sound like they only let her do the men's stuff if she's doing the ESPN stuff, probably. Um, That's how the game goes. I would like to talk to J.J. Barrea. Okay. Um... Let me name some more. It's hard to name realistic motherfuckers we want on here. Uh, <laughs> Define realistic. Like you are the the purveyor of your own reality. I don't you know, know who I would like on here? Tim Cato. That that that's actually very doable. Yeah. Yeah, I would like Tim Cato on here. Um, Mike Finley. Okay. Nico? Actually, no. I, Nico, I know somebody, I, and I said this to you. I want to talk to Jared Dudley. Oh, that'd be a good one. Yeah, I want to talk to Jared Dudley. Christy Tolliver, um, let's get her on the list. Christy Tolliver, like Jared. As soon as Jared Dudley was hired by the Mavs, I was like, "That's the one person from that entire organization that I want on the podcast." Might need to, might need to write this list down or something. Like, I'll, yeah, I'll listen back to the podcast. Right, Richard list. Jefferson. I would like to talk Ooh, to Richard, Richard Jefferson. Richard Jefferson is a good one too. Richard Jefferson. He played a, for the Mavs. Yeah, that's a good one. Richard Jefferson. Uh I he's one of my favorite people in sports media right now. Yeah, he's he's fun. Him and JJ. And I like um, that he can laugh at himself. That's yes, that's Absolutely. Um and he doesn't mind kicking it with people either. Like, you know, whether it's responding to fans, supporting people, you know. Right. Um if I had to name my main two, Richard Jefferson and Jared Dudley. All right, for final sure. answer. If Mike, I had to, if I had to, if I had like out there, actually, I'm my top three basketball players right now: Dame, Giannis, and Rudy Gobert. I would, I, if I could get an interview with Rudy Gobert, it would change his entire, <laughs> change his entire uh, uh, image. Okay, all right. I, I, Rudy, holla at me. Let me let me fix your image for you, brother. Uh. If I had to choose three, Jared Dudley, in this order, Jared Dudley, Richard Jefferson, and Josh Green. Okay. 
yeah those are the three i would like to talk to great question they made us think on that one boy we'll have to make we'll have to really like write down that list yeah for sure because i I really i want to try to get jared dudley I don't know if he's going to be able to do that because he's on. He can do it. The fuck? I say I, I don't think he has restrictions. I know, like yeah. I've I've heard Mike Shed when he was an assistant on okay. podcasts and stuff. All right. Um. Okay. Next question at Zanu underscore mffl. Congrats on the one hundredth episode. If Cuban asks for one idea from you guys for this coming off season, what would it be? Does is that does that warrant uh wait to the Mavs outsiders? I'm I play GM. Not if it's not if I make this joke, I'm gonna make. Go ahead. Sell me the team. <laughs> I got twenty dollars. <laughs> oh man, Cuban acts. You know what? Be aggressive. Be e aggressive. That's oh. that's my goddamn idea. Here, here's the real answer. Let Nico do his job. Facts. That's that's the main thing. <laughs> Next question. All right. Uh at Ronaldo and Vibes. Yeah. Should FIBA tournaments become a bigger deal with how international basketball is becoming? Do you think FIBA tournaments will be become a bigger deal on their own? I think they would have I think they should have been by now. Like I enjoy FIBA tournaments <laughs> more than the Olympics, most times yeah. to be quite honest. Yeah. Um <clears throat> I think FIBA is great development for players as well because FIBA, they don't usually don't get like a whole lot of the big names like they do with the Olympics. They, you know, a lot of guys who, who could use the experience come from it. Uh, can't remember what year it was. Might have been 2013 where like they had the FIBA tournament and then the year after that, like damn near everybody on the team found new levels of success. Like Tyson was on the team, he became defensive player of the year, you know, stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I, 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 um, I think it will eventually become a bigger deal. I'm just not sure when, because I figured it would have been by now. <laughs> I think time zone situations affect that. Like I know European and Asian and African fans commit to watching the NBA games at odd hours, but for like American fans. They're not. We're not going to commit to watching basketball overseas mm-hmm. at crazy hours, usually, unless we know the names of the people. So, yeah. um, I think that as far as the tournaments not being bigger, I think depending on where they're being played is going to be a huge factor. Um, like they just this past Olympics in was it Japan or China? I think it was Japan. Japan. Um, all the games were on at ridiculously crazy hours. Like if I wasn't committed to watching Luca, I wasn't going to see none of them games. Uh, if I was just going about my life and like trying to watch games at hours that made sense to me. So again, where they play is a huge factor as far as that goes. Next question comes from KP. No, not Christos Porzingis, but the resident hater in hoop oh, spaces. Okay. Shout out to KP at Corey P two, two, three. Why is DC so much better than Marvel? It's not. Well, the movies aren't. The comic books are, by far. Mm-hmm. Um, why is Android so much better than Apple? Ain't neither one of them paying me, so I don't care. I, no comment. I don't have an Android. I can't speak on that. Why is East Coast so much better than the West? Hey, man. I don't know. 
You know how we get down over here. Our food better. Can't disagree there. Sports teams better. I might be pushing it. I'm about to say, I think we lost it. Nah, nah, we got the Yankees. I'm going to say weather varieties. Facts. We get snow over here. What they get on the West Coast, nothing but heat. I mean, you you got snow up north. You got the beaches down south. I think the beaches are better. Facts. Um, The history is better. Facts. Deeper. It's a lot more melanin on the east. Facts. So that's 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 all I got. Shout out KP man. Oh man, here we go. At speak on it, Rolo. Six questions. <laughs> All right. Any places you haven't been to that you go? That I want to go? Yeah. Um. For me, Aspen, Colorado. Aspen specifically, okay. Yes. I want to take my lady there. I've been a lot of places. Like I want to go, but I want it to be like a couple's thing. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm your army brat. Yeah, I've been, been a lot of places inside the U.S. Though I've been a lot of places inside the U.S. So, um, one place in the U.S. I haven't been, Seattle. I, I do want to check Seattle out, the Space Needle, all that good stuff. Um, and then as far as overseas, I definitely got to do a European tour at some point. Um, I definitely want to see Egypt. And I'm going to say the Taj Mahal. I've been listening to these podcasts. And one of my favorites is, uh, I think it's Deepthi Gupta, talking about the Taj Mahal and the history of it. And, I mean, it sounds, I mean, it's one of those, those what, seven wonders of the world or whatever? Six, okay. six wonders of the world is one of them. And the story behind it is epic, first of all. Um, Emperor was in love. His, his woman died. And he said, I'm going to build the greatest monument to this love ever. And he did. <laughs> uh, so I'll, I'll be interested to check out. I got to check out the Taj Mahal. That's all I got. Okay. Next question. Who would you, who would play you guys in a movie? Shit. <clears throat> Jay Ellis. What's the, what's the, what's the movie about? <laughs> it don't matter. Jay Ellis going to play me. Jay Ellis was actually just in Top Gun Maverick. He played Payback. Uh, okay. For the ladies out there, if you watch Insecure, he played Lawrence on Insecure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize. I knew I was like I recognized this dude from somewhere, but I can't yeah. where. Good for him. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, Kelvin Harrison Jr. is gonna play me. Um, look this dude up. That's my dude. That's 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 the that he 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 got next. Just be ready. He got next. Kelvin Harrison Jr. He got next. Uh, after Loose, I think he could he could capture my essence pretty well. I see it. I can see it. <laughs> I can see it. Give him the ball head and it's there. Oh, man. I see it. All right. All right. All right. Next question. <laughs> what would it take to quit your nine to five and do what you want full time? Yeah. A lot of confidence. A lot of confidence. Because what I want to do full time is stuff like this. And. You don't really get money like that for stuff like this right away. So for me to do this full time and quit my job, it would take like shout out to people like 
it, it's YouTubers I know, YouTubers I've seen that have quit their jobs, started doing YouTube full time, and became successful from it. I just don't have that confidence yet. I'm not where I want to be. I'm not a space I want to be in. You feel me? I don't have money stacked up to where, all right, I can pay this for this amount of time. It, it takes a lot. Yeah. It takes a lot. It's a dangerous answer for me. Um, confidence is definitely huge in that regard. Um, <clears throat> what I want to do, <laughs> I'm, I'm closer than I've ever been, which is why I say it's a dangerous answer. I'm going to say I need two or three clients. Um, I just got my, I just finished my master's and I want to start working in PR. I've already had a conversation with one person who said they're going to hire me to do their, their PR the next time they get a recurring role on a show. And if I can get one or two more regular clients like that, then I'd be able to quit my job and, and do it full time and then build upon that with other stuff that, I mean, podcasts and all that good stuff. So uh, yeah, two or three, two or three clients, two or three people that are going to regularly pay because it is a dangerous game with PR uh, from what I've heard, like people don't pay <laughs> like they're supposed to. So if you get a few brands or whatever that you trust that are actually going to send them checks out on time, then uh, yeah, it, it could get real interesting. Also for me to hit some of these fucking parlays. Next. <laughs> um. Any movies, series, or anime you've absolutely hated or not seen the hype about? Movies, Step Brothers, Top Gun. <laughs> I haven't seen the hype about those. Um, series. I don't watch much TV anymore. So, that, like, usually when I watch something I clearly have an interest in, it's not because other people hyped it. So, I don't really have a series for that. As far as anime, Inuyasha, I feel I don't get the hype. Um, One Punch Man, I don't get the hype. Uh, yeah, and that's it. I'm on the opposite. I have the opposite problem. I watch too much to where I can't even remember <laughs> stuff. Um. Oh man, movies, TV shows, or anime. So anime, I, I definitely won't touch that. That's not my. It's not my area of expertise. Uh, movies, I can't think of anything off the dome. Nothing from this year has qualified in that regard. Television shows, nothing. I'm gonna say is gonna be respectful, so I'm gonna leave that one alone too. I think. Okay. Any, it's, it's, it takes a lot for me to not like a show and actually watch enough of it to have an opinion alright number five top five mass draft targets don't gotta tell you why I'm not answering that at this point but number like, six hold up no it's another chance to plug tune in for the outsiders play GM coming soon <laughs> number six critique of 77 spaces I kind of did this earlier mm. um, when I when I talked about y'all growth and how well you've done so i mean i'm not gonna repeat everything i said mainly because i don't remember everything i said but uh yeah y'all doing a fantastic job i love y'all growth i hope y'all continue to do a lot of them during the off season because uh, i feel like it's needed in the community to be quite honest so uh, keep up the great work 
Um, I'll add, um, I love that y'all reached out to Jazz to get Jazz on the panel. I think yeah. she adds a, a, well, another element to it. Um, <clears throat> I, I like the dynamic y'all have. Honestly, I think y'all have a great balance with the differences between your personalities. And uh, y'all, y'all run the room pretty well. You know what you want and uh, you do a good job of letting everybody speak. Uh, letting people be heard and even being inviting to fans of the other team. So um, definitely, definitely looking to collaborating a lot in the future, like whether it's just coming on and speaking on your panels and sharing the links, all that good stuff. So uh, keep it up. Uh, hope, uh, maybe y'all do something in the off season. I haven't seen whether or not y'all said you were, but um, yeah, definitely uh, keep, keep it going. Next question comes from at Mavs maniac 84. Movie recommendations now that the season is over for the Mavs. I think you're more equipped to answer this question than me. You see more movies than me. And I actually did see that question come in. Here's what I will say to that. So first of all, we told you our, our top movies of the year. Um, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, X, Death on the Nile, Men, The Batman, Scream. Those are the ones that I would <clears throat> for sure recommend that I've, that I've seen this year. Um, I think, hold up. What was the there was one I had in my top five earlier? This oh, Top Gun Maverick, yeah. Uh, definitely would see all those now. I'll to add to that, I'll say <clears throat> now that I'm now that the season is over, now that we're only going to be podcasting once a week for the most part, besides special episodes I need to put out, I only need two more for the GOAT series. Um, I'm gonna start writing on my website again more. And one of the ideas I have, and I have like a whole whiteboard over here you can't see off camera. Um, where one of the things I want to do, because people ask me for movie recommendations and stuff like that all the time. And in 2019 was when I started doing my like top movie ranking list for every year. But I also have pretty much every streaming service. And one of the things I want to do was go through and like make lists of like top 10, you know, romantic movies, top 10, raunchy comedies top 10 family comedies you know top 10 dramas top 10 mysteries and like just make a bunch of lists on my website so that when people ask for recommendations i can just drop those lists so hopefully i get to that sooner rather than later all right so shout out to him for that question next question comes from at luca the goat how did y'all meet probably already answered before uh yeah we probably we kind of answered this earlier talking about how the podcast came together uh we just met through social media on Twitter. We liked the each other's tweets. He invited me on this pod. The rest is history. Yeah. Uh, next question at Get It underscore Junior. Do the Mavs need a big three? F minus nimble, whatever. If do what? I, I don't understand. Do the Mavs need a big three or <laughs> nimble power forward to match up with Luca? Or should they focus on plays that don't rely on Luca twenty four seven? I can answer the next question, the second part of that question. Uh, I believe they they need to, they they should not rely on plays. They need to focus on plays that don't rely on Luca twenty four seven for sure. Um, Bibbs kind of said the live or die by three thing isn't really great for winning a championship. To be quite honest, um, a lot of people say the Warriors did it. They did not. Um, they did not live or die by the three. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, I think they need to start relying on Luka so much for plays and offense. 
but that I mean when you have the personnel that we have you don't have a choice so yeah I think he's saying like a big small forward or a nimble power forward like basically an athletic wing oh, a person okay. that can play the 3-4 ah I see <clears throat> um I don't know if those are two separate questions honestly if there's a big forward that can handle the ball, then they don't rely on Luka 24-7. Yeah, I, do, I do want more. I mean, this has always been a need, and it's always going to be a need. Guys that can go get their own bucket, period. Um, I'm, I'm all for for that, personally. Same. Uh, moving on. Um, next question comes from at JLRansom12. For the folks that are newer to the pod, what's the origin story of both of your Mavs fandom? Uh, for me, um, I didn't have a team. I live in Baltimore. We don't have a basketball team. Um, I was playing a lot of NBA Live 04. Uh, I was experimenting with teams. I played with the Pacers, really liked them. Played with the Rockets. Then I played with the Mavs. I was like, I really love this team. I loved Rafe LaFrance. Uh, I said, you know what? This is my team, and I've been rocking with them ever since. So, from 2003 till now. Okay. Um, I'll condense mine as much as possible. So I mentioned earlier, I lived in Texas for four years when I was between the ages of like three and seven. Uh, for my seventh birthday, my uncle, may he rest in peace, bought me a Jason Kidd jersey. Uh, I think it was 95, the year he got drafted. And <clears throat> I had this kid jersey. I was seven. I wasn't watching the NBA, so I wouldn't say I was a fan at that point. Uh, once NBA Live 99, I want to say, might have been 98, eh, 99 sounds right, came out, um, I picked the Mavericks to play with because I recognized the jerseys, and I also recognized the jerseys from Space Jam because Sean Bradley was in it. I noticed he was on the team, and they had this other dude that was tall and could shoot, and it was a lot of fun to play with. Um, I was a big Iverson person at this point already because I identified with him as a small point guard that, that was not afraid to mix it up. So I halfway was with the 76ers, but I'm weirdly loyal about things. And so since I had that Jason Kidd jersey since I was little, I liked playing with that team on the game. I was like, I'm going to claim the Mavericks as my team, but I'm still going to be a, a Iverson fan too. So I kept stay, stuck with the Mavericks for that reason. All right. Next question. Another question from at get it junior underscore junior. Should FIBA and NBA do a yearly tournament with teams? I don't think so. I don't think so either. The players wouldn't commit to anything like that. Yeah, I don't think it's necessary, personally. Um next question comes from at Caroluca seventy seven for bibs. Gamecock football prediction. Um, football record prediction. Sorry. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> that's tough. I'm going to say eight wins. I'm going to say eight wins. That's that's the deepest I'm going to go with it. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm excited for this season, though. I'm excited for this season. Fun fact about how I became a South Carolina fan, real quick, since I was just on the How I Became a Mass fan. Uh, as we've stated, I'm not from. I'm, I'm not from Dallas. I'm also not from South Carolina. My family's from Delaware. Uh, I bounced around a lot as a kid. I was actually a Maryland college fan 
um, before I moved to South Carolina in like 2000, 2001, 2002, whatever. I think they won the, the, the NCAA tournament around that time. Moved to South Carolina in eighth grade. First day of school, cute girl walked up to me and was like, are you Carolina or Clemson? I didn't know what the fuck she was talking about. Uh, but I knew I had to answer the question. So I said, Carolina. She got pissed. I don't think she spoke to me again till like junior year because uh, she was a huge Clemson fan, apparently, which I <laughs> didn't know <laughs> at the time. So like she asked me the question. I was like, uh, I'm in South Carolina, so I'm going to just say Carolina. And she was like, and walked away. And then I asked somebody later, I was like, what was that about? And he was like, oh, yeah, there's this big rivalry, blah, blah, blah. And since I had told this girl that I was with Carolina, I just stuck with Carolina after that since the record was already out there. Like I said, I'm weirdly loyal. After That's I, wild as fuck. After I'm already out there, like I, <laughs> I just stuck with it. And then, I mean, I I went to college there too. So it, it, it all worked out. <clears throat> Next question. The penultimate question. Oh, snap. At Tall Traveler 1, the homie. What non-pod slash basketball related stuff y'all got planned for the off season? Any trips or anything cool going on? Um, I don't have any immediate trips planned. I, I'm unfortunately going to miss Awesome Con, the comic convention in D.C. this year. I usually go every year. Um, it, it's this Saturday. Uh, and also, that's the same day as my class reunion cookout that we're having. So, we'll not be able to make it. Um, but I might go to a convention called Power Morphicon in California. It's a Power Rangers convention. They hold it every other year. It's 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 a wonderful thing. Who the hell named that? I don't know. Power Morphicon. That makes sense to you, does does it not? Power Morph? Like, is that what word? No, Power Morphicon. Okay, whatever. I, I, I'm, I'll, I'll allow it. Morphicon is a word. Power is a word. Okay. All right. Anyway, motherfucker. I thought it was one big word. I was like, good no, god. Like, what I don't know. Um. <laughs> Uh, I don't really have too many immediate things planned. My girlfriend's birthday is in August. Um, might trip take a trip to Houston because uh, I know she always wanted to go to Houston. So I don't know. I don't have too much planned. She a Leo or Virgo? <clears throat> Leo. Okay. All right. Yeah, I don't have anything. So I'm I'm tricky because uh, my job also requires travel. In July, I'll be in Orlando. Uh, in August, I might be in Texas, uh, although you know, that's complicated right now. Um, I want to do another trip before the July trip. It's mid-July, so I want to do one next month in June. I have not decided where I want to go. I, I need to do a trip, actually. I haven't done the only time I've been out of South Carolina um, besides funerals, which is dark as hell, uh, since 2019 has been... I went to Charlotte for a couple times, which is literally across the border. Um, and that's it. Like, I have not been out of the state for anything but funerals otherwise. So that needs to change. Um, so, again, I don't know where I'm going yet. I actually, D.C. was on my list of options. Um, so if that happens, I might have to swing by, say what's up. Oh, I'll swing out DC. Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll keep you posted on that. But yeah, um, I need to do something. I I don't know what what it's gonna be yet uh, as far as that goes. 
uh, movie reviews. Definitely plan to start doing those more regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I need to start writing on my website more as well. I already mentioned one thing I want to do as far as that goes. Um, and then I need to start working on this this whole PR situation I'm trying to get rolling. So a uh, lot, of, lot of stuff that I'm excited about getting getting going. Personally. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about trying to work my way back into YouTube, but YouTube editing is not fucking easy. And <laughs> doing editing this and then doing my own YouTube thing might not. So I'll I'll have to I'll have to see how that goes. But yeah, I don't have too much plan. Um, final question at Leluca seven 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 seven. If you are the front office, who was the one player that you would try everything to sign slash trade for this offseason and why? Stay tuned this offseason for the Mavs outside to play GM. I hate that we had to end the final question on that. But no, no, it's perfect. <laughs> it is actually it's perfect. <laughs> yeah, that's that's really what y'all got to look forward to. Um, we might do a draft preview outside of that, like before that. But it's a lot of content to look forward to this offseason, man. Mavs outside to play GM draft content. Guests are gonna be on. You know, uh, we we be going we gonna be doing a lot, man. So I'm excited. <clears throat> I know Bibbs is excited. Again, thank y'all for the 100th episode. You know, uh, we appreciate the support along the way. Here's the 500. Who knows how long it'll take to get there, but you know, we can get there. Um, hopefully by 500, we I ain't got to work no more. You feel me? Um, but yeah, I really don't have much left to say. I didn't realize how long we were on here. The game is actually about to come on. I plan on watching it. Um, yeah. I mean, any closing remarks from you? No, thank y'all for the questions. Um, yeah, 100. That's, man, that's crazy uh, to think about. So uh, thank y'all for listening. If you listened all the way through, uh, maybe you broke it up a little bit. Thank you for getting to the end. And uh, stick with us. With that being said, we'll holler at y'all next weekend. Y'all got to wait a week to see us now, man. You know, this this ain't the playoffs no more. Ain't no recap. So there you go. Don't forget to subscribe to the Mavs Outsiders on YouTube. Uh, run the likes up on it. Comment under the videos. I know y'all hear a lot of YouTubers say that, but like speaking for somebody who's been on there, who knows some of the in and outs of YouTube, that stuff really does help. So make sure you really do like and comment if you can. Uh, leave a review. And the star rating on Apple Podcasts for the podcast and Spotify. Follow us on Twitter. Um, you know, I try to follow people back, but it's hard because I don't want to reach my limit. Um, but yeah, until next week, man, we'll holla at y'all. Peace. Peace.